0: Welcome to Heart Yaga Radio. This is just a little prologue to the podcast we did today as we were walking around the hill. I just wanted to remind you to buy us a coffee if you've a mind to. You can click the link in the write-up on the pth.podbean.com site where all of our podcasts, over 300 of them now, are listed. Anyway, just a little appetizer before we launch into our podcast. Here is an excerpt of the the chanting at an, an Enough is Enough rally held in Glasgow yesterday.
1: Hello and welcome to Heart Yoga Radio. We're out on the mountain paths at the moment and we're looking up above us, and there's a couple of buzzards flying right overhead doing their majestic thing that they do.
0: Yeah, they are. It's quite nice and sunny here today,
1: lovely. but it's a little bit windy, so I hope that doesn't interfere with the recording too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're still living in interesting times. <laughs> yep. But today, I thought we'd uh, talk about the uh, the good bits of the interesting times. As I think in the last podcast, it was uh, <laughs> a bit doom and gloomy, unfortunately. Pretty, but, um, pretty much
0: in end of the world mode, aren't we?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but um, today, we're just going to start talking about the the positivity around the enough is enough movement, which is going on here in the UK at the moment, and recently, there's been I think about 50 places in Britain where there's been large gatherings, protests, people being able to come together and different groups coming together to have some positive change for us peasants here yeah. in, uh, in Britain. Yeah. But Maybe even people who live here in the UK will know nothing about this because the media is being very, very quiet, of course, because they don't want people to know what's going on. So we thought hmm. we'd tell you. So you've been looking uh, looking at this quite a lot yesterday. So what's been going on?
0: Yeah, well, nothing here, obviously on the edge of the world. Here in the United Kingdom yesterday, certainly off, off there to the, to the east in the mainstream, not on the, on, on the Celtic Fringe like we are, but out there it was 50 cities is, is the the number. And they were pretty large, lot of these demos. I just had a look, look on, on YouTube this morning and last night, and they're, they're pretty large and all over the place, certainly in all the major cities, Bristol, Birmingham, Sheffield... London, obviously, and uh, certainly a lot of a lot of interest and a lot of people coming out the woodwork. Unfortunately, it didn't rain. That might have put the, the dampers on it. As you said, it's not being reported in the mainstream media very much. You get you get a mention. There's a mention on the back page of the Guardian or something, on the Daily Record in Scotland and so forth. But it's been played down by the mainstream media as you would expect because they yeah, are course. basically the propaganda sheets for the the, the, the oligarchs the, the ruling class if you want to use some old fashioned language there and it strikes me as very, very encouraging because I was watching interviews with people in various places and they're mostly young people youngish and they're saying what we've been saying for years and recognising that we've been trying to well, we've been hoping against hope that people would recognise that all, all the radical causes need need to, to to sort of pull in the same direction and not fall for the divide and rule stuff that the the oligarchies uh, play so well. They're very very good at it. And of course, we've just had this kind of uh, right right wing um, um, orgy of royalism and all the rest of the, the nonsense which of course you know has it's, it's put everything on hold and, uh, and is sort of quite divisive as well but all that of course it, that, that is now rolling off into the past and, and, and this new, new thing is emerging and you know? I think it's very encouraging. As I say mainly the recognition, people actually standing up "We saying well we've all, all the different causes got to pull together and I noticed that uh, XR you know Extinction Rebellion Climate Change Campaigning Group was out in force and, and coordinated with the, the uh, RMT-led and Trade Union-led, not TUC-led, but, but Coalition of Trade Unions are leading and, and uh, some uh, Labour Socialist um, Group MPs as well um, are leading it, are taking the lead on it. Um, they, they, they call, you know, for, for, the, for the working to campaign against austerity, against against uh, being basically forced to pay for inflation through wage cuts, in effect. Um, the energy crisis, you know, one thing stuff done about that. They, they fall short of saying things like, oh, we've got to nationalise all, all the natural monopolies, but all the people involved think that, you know?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. that's coming.
0: Yeah, I mean, and there's various talk about it. do we turn this into a political party or not, and so forth. And we'll see. But it's an encouraging development. And to my mind, what's encouraging about it is people recognising that the radicals, uh, even if they're kind of single issue, need to realise that they want to pull in the same direction and coordinate to the extent possible with 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 other other, other groups. Other campaigns and with trade unions, and of course, a massive campaign to get more and more people to join unions. And this is, this is sort of quite encouraging. but At the same time, i been uh, listening to Yanis Varoufakis again, you know, and just kind of re- listening to what he has to say again for the umpteenth time because he does seem to be quite an imaginative thinker and all this. And I do believe that he's right to say that this needs to be global. And that's why he, he set up with Bernie Sanders the uh, Progressive International. And as we've said many, many times, the oligarchs are truly international. They're the internationalists. They travel freely between each other's countries. If you get somebody like Rishi Sunak can have a green card and be the chance, in other words, the right to live in, in the United States, whilst being the Chancellor of the Exchequer in the United Kingdom, as he was a few weeks ago. The oligarchs live in Richistan. The constraints that constrain the ordinary people throughout the world do not constrain them. They're all on very, very good terms with each other. They coordinate their action. Capital is really, completely, truly global, especially finance capital. And national rivalries are really just a part of the divide and rule strategy of the oligarchs. But these movements, these grassroots movements, which are true grassroots movements and they're not astroturf movements, are recognising that too, from what I can see. And this is very, very encouraging and positive. And it's like... It's... <laughs> really, the situation is they succeed or we all die. Or well, at least our ancestors will, will, will be the the last people to wake up and view this beautiful planet. So I am a bit encouraged that they the, the were... Thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And even though mainstream are not reporting it, it's going out uh, through social media and all kinds of channels like that. No doubt doubt there is possibilities of censorship through those channels. I mean, uh, there's been massive uprest, near revolution in in Iran. And the government just recently, uh, basically over some, some woman arrested by the moral Police, they have a morality police for not wearing the correct headscarf or whatever, and she was ki- she was killed in custody. So the country's gone ape shit, you know, rightly. Mm, yeah. And uh, but the government just turned the internet off. So you, you you know you have to be a little bit careful about getting ro- rose-tinted spectacles about the possibilities of the internet, even though they are very very great that too is controlled by oligarchs, or even though that is a different faction of the oligarchy, the Tech Bros are a slightly different faction, but they are still by and large uh, have, have the interest of capital at heart because they are capital, in fact they are the biggest companies in the world so there's a lot of factors and the, the point is there are means uh, of communication and, and, and there are outlets and people are getting to know, despite the media almost blackout, I would say. And especially young people, because I keep saying this, they don't read the Daily Mail. So it's looking kind of hopeful, you know, I would, I would say. And...
1: Yeah, one of my uh, worries was, and we've said this uh, quite a few times, so dare I say it, if, you, if this is the beginning of the revolution, then um, when we've talked about this in the past there is the danger well there's a lot of dangers in a revolution but one of them is is just chaos it's just uh, causes like mass suffering because there isn't any particular focus point for people to get around and support and there's 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 no sort of group leading the charge so everybody runs everybody runs as fast as they can pouring all their energy and their passion into the direction that they're going but they're all running different directions yeah um well, so we I mean, now we've got this it does and, and the and the people who are sort of the, the most uh, memorable faces and voices of this movement yeah. they they do seem to have a, a, the ability to like draw people into like a, a focused point That's right yeah. Um that is actually yeah. um you it's know very, and unfortunately there they will be you know uh, we always say that the far right could easily catch, capture all that energy and draw it into yeah. a different focused point. But at least yeah. we've got we've got some very strong contenders
0: yeah.
1: who, who, who who do seem to be actually genuinely good people. Let's yeah. just hope I'm right about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think that the, the far right can capture enough is enough. The people are already halfway halfway there, but they can capture the generalised anger. But the point is about these f- de- demonstrations in 50 cities. Remember, people are kind of going to be networking now after that. They're going to be talking to each other, they're going to be doing creative things with the energy, can I put it like that? You know, in the, it's, it's a little vague, but it's uh, very important that there that, 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 that is action, you know, just demonstrating, well, you know, it's great and it's good for your spirits, but we, there's the building as well. But I think the building can come out of the demonstrations because it puts a lot of people of similar mind, in one place, yeah. and they talk to each other, yeah. and they, they 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 link link up with each other. So I don't think enough enough is enough. This movement, it's genuine, it's grassroots, but it's got a focus. It's got people who, who know how to lead this kind of movement. They are, uh, for the most part, like you said, like pretty reasonable people. Well, you know, pretty tough as well. Oh, it's tough, tougher. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's one good thing about about uh, trade unions, It can breed some very very tough leaders, you know. And uh, it's great. I, I'm just I'm, I'm all for it, and I'm, and I'm particularly chuffed by you know as I say that, that that there appears to be some sort of coordination between the different movements com, com, coming about. It's a bit spontaneous. It's a bit loose and natural, and that, that again is uh, useful, you know. You don't want to tighten up too much, obviously, but it doesn't want to be just like a riot. Yeah. I mean, riots are good for smashing stuff. <laughs> but then, as we, as yeah. we did another podcast, yeah. there's
1: the day after. Isn't there's there? the day after, yeah. I mean, I also think that that uh, what we discussed in that podcast about, well, you know, what what happens the day after the revolution once yeah. we've had our sublime moment. Yeah. And I, I think I think these people and this movement have thought about that. Yeah, what do you well, think? Well,
0: well there are definite there are definite demands you know yeah they're not, they're not particularly politically radical because they're kind of that them that they are mobile they are mobilizing the actual lived experience of a hell of a lot of people who are being uh, absolutely having their lives wrecked in all kinds of ways you know I mean there's a very great danger of a whole lot of mortgage um, defaults, you know, followed by repossessions, followed by homelessness. That is on the card unless it yeah. stops. So there's very there sort of specific demands about specific things that people are actually lived through. And that's a good start. That is a good start, you know. I don't do, do think root, it, root any movement like this in people's lived experiences. It? It's because out of people's lived experience that they develop the understanding of what's happening. As opposed to just imagining some stuff about immigrants and lizards.
1: Yeah, because also they'll have a lot more passion to and yeah. determination to see the project through if it's yeah. from their own lived experience and also if they're from that point looking into the future and realising how much worse their lived experience is going to get.
0: Yeah, well there's that as well. You know, and there are, there are some kind of conceptual and analytic tools which help that process along, but, but the basic motive force it can, can, come from, can come from the difficulties that people actually in their real lives really experiencing, especially in their working lives, but also to do with like necessities, you know, like food and... I mean, having a planet to live on might be a good one, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, and so on. But when this stuff gets captured by the right, you know, you've got you've got the Trump phenomenon. See, Trump was able to capture all that anger and, and and channel it in such a way as it wouldn't actually ultimately imperil the oligarchs. It's imperil fucking, you know, just basic decent society, but not, not necessarily the oligarchs, you know. And that is the danger, and it's very ugly, it's very ugly then, because it, it, it does the thing of like looking for scapegoats. I mean, for Trump, it was the Mexicans, weren't it? They're the, the, the rapists, we're going to build a wall to keep them, you know, do you know what I mean? That's the standard tactic, divide and rule. But this movement seems to be able to recognise that and face it down. And that thats that, 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 that why it's not going to fall for any of any of the dangers of that right-right populism, with some care, obviously. There's always a danger, but.
1: And they do seem to be pretty inclusive. I've seen Eddie Dempsey doing uh, a few a few good rabble rousing talks now, and he's always keen to say, "I don't I don't care what your colour of your skin is, or your religion, or yeah. whether you're a man or a woman, or you're you're rich, you know, you're you're you know yeah. or what you look like or anything like that he's like we are all together so he's really he's really bringing everybody together with the way that he talks and it doesn't hurt that he's got a really good voice excellent delivery and he looks like a right bruiser from Peaky Blinders doesn't (laughs) he with that haircut he kind of he just just looks like in his posture he's just really got that you know so it's a good job he's on our side because if he wasn't (laughs) we'd be in trouble yeah (laughs) And no, of course, Mick Lynch mm. is also uh, yeah. brilliant in that respect. Yeah.
0: yeah. So tr- it's
1: trying to undo some some of the divisiveness.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and cutting through culture wars um, to the level of, of, of economic class, which is what we said in our last podcast. That this is so primordial, and that's what you that's the basis you work with. You know, now this is not to say that there aren't issues to be sorted out around women's rights, around I don't know, around just the rights of anybody to express themselves and you know not to be discriminated against on any basis whatsoever. Mm. You know, whether it's ethnicity and so. But there are real issues to be addressed around that. I'm not saying that there aren't when I say fuck culture wars. I'm saying that culture wars can be used to to distract us. But a, but a, but a true class solidarity and by class I don't mean cloth caps and whippets you know and ale pie and accents what what I mean by class is economic class, what is your position in relation to the means of production you know but are you oppressed by by finance capital's tricks of of, uh, robbing you basically and putting you into debt peonage basically or are you one of the ones that's doing the robbing? And class is economic, you know. There's, there are cultural definitions of class, but they're not useful in this context particularly. You know, culture's important. Build your culture, understand your culture, have fun with your culture, that's what it's for. It's great. Not, you know, I'm not going all kind of like weird and, and, and trying to imagine a sort of a dystopian ant. And tape of a society. I want to live in a society where there's loads and loads and loads of difference, you know, between people. And in fact, I would say, you know, that an, an, an ideal society is one in which everybody would would be as strange and beautiful as they are. And that, in fact, your job as a citizen would be to be strange and beautiful, you know. So. Get away from that though for the for the purposes of this movement, what matters for this movement is economic class because it 's the economy that has to be changed. Everything yeah. else will flow from that
1: and uh, speaking of the economy i mean we 've got had this uh, ridiculous uh, so called mini budget <laughs> uh, which has like crashed the pound and all of that jazz which i 'm sure we all know about it, but we know about it, and we know about the awful consequences because i 've noticed that the our mainstream media. I mean, I don't know the likes of the Daily Mail. Oh, they 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 thought it was marvelous, of course. But
0: certainly, well,
1: would, uh, so BBC, Channel Four, ITV—that um, uh, kind. Of, certainly, the television mainstream media, mm. as far as I can tell, have not even re- even the BBC—they've not really held back that much no. about just letting the public know just how fucked we are now because <laughs> of what they've just done. Yeah. Um, so. It, instead of just quietly sweeping it all under the carpet so the Tories can yeah. just get on with you know destroying the the country yeah. uh, they've they've really they've really brought it out into the light yeah, so yeah. i think that's great as well because yeah. at least people do have a lot more of an understanding about you know why they're on the streets yeah. um, with the enough is enough crowd
0: yeah of course this was planned before that happened but this is just potentiating it it I'm
1: sure their numbers swell quite a bit after that
0: it's so dire it's so so fucking ridiculous you know anyway we're almost at town now and we hope you're having a good apocalypse folks (laughs) and I think we're going to have to sign off because we'll we'll soon be on the main road
1: so thank you for coming on this walk with us today wish you were here it's actually incredibly hot and even though it's uh, Second of October today, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's autumn, isn't it?
1: Yeah, wow. It's
0: lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely lovely. But uh, we nice.
1: have had tons and tons of rain, as you would expect in Wales. So that's that's pretty good as well to so balance yeah. out the, yeah, the What's sunshine. What a nice
0: rain. Yeah. We, we love the rain. <laughs>
1: it's all those rain dances we've been doing. They worked. They,
0: they did. They worked, didn't they?
1: Anyway, folks, thanks for being with us, and we'll speak to you again soon.